Hello everyone and welcome back to the Super Rugby Podcast slash the Rugby World Cup Podcast 2019 with your hosts Toby Harris and Damien Warren. You like that last week so no, I thought I'd chuck it in this week. In this week's <laughs> podcast Tobes we're going to talk about red card, yellow card, something else card. We're going to talk about games being called off. Yeah, really? God. Really games being called off? Yeah. It is the World Cup. Quarterfinals, who's going to win them? Players who divide opinion. And last but not least, who is the best coaching team in the competition? But before all of that, Tobes, we are going to look over the weekend's matches and then preview next weekend's or next week's matches. Right, mate. You can, you can finally take a breath. <laughs> Far out. Um, you, you got lungs me. on you, mate. You got lungs <laughs> on you. Surprised you're not a singer. Righto. Uh, first game. A singer. First, a mate, singer. shut your mouth. It's my turn to talk. First game was Argentina-USA. Now, Argentina were always going to win this, but it, it was sort of by how much. And were the US going to actually score some points because they haven't looked very good. I mean, they've been probably the two most disappointing teams in the competition. Mm. Argentina underachieved, the USA underachieved. In fact, USA have gone on to secure the worst run of losses at a World Cup. I don't think they've won a game in over two World Cups. Really? Well, Namibia have never won a game. Yeah, but for USA, who are supposed to be building, getting stronger yeah, and true. better, yeah, to be uh, really scratching around. That's true. But big news in the USA is... Did you... Did, I, I, I sent it to you, didn't I? <laughs> did, Ma'a yeah. has signed. Who's he signed for? I had no idea. <laughs> no, neither. I really didn't care. But he's signed. He signed but it was big news from it's the sign. big news. So they are starting to attract some of those players, yeah. aren't they? I mean, purely for money, of course. Oh, of course, yeah, but... It'd be, it'd be good fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, it was, one, uh, you know, I didn't watch this game. I didn't watch this game. No, no, I wasn't no. interested. Nope. Next up, though, was Scotland, Russia. And now, I did watch this game because it was all about bonus points. I'm surprised that you've said the, that the Argentina and USA teams were your biggest underachievers. Scotland have <laughs> no, got no, to be no, up no, there. No, no, no. No. They've got Not to at be all. up there. How dare you? How dare you say this? They underachieved, yes, against Ireland. Yes. They've played great rugby. And we we're going to get to the game, but Japan thoroughly deserved that victory. Yes, but they've still underachieved. If well, you think yeah, about it, okay, they, were, they were almost set in stone quarterfinalists, weren't they? Let's be honest. Set in stone quarterfinalists. Yes, I, I do. I do agree with you that they were more likely to make it through, but they were always going to lose to Ireland. I don't think anyone would have expected them to beat Ireland. Yeah, true, yeah. And that Japan match was always going to be a tough match. Now, the fact that Japan then went and beat Ireland... I know, that made it very hard for Scotland then, didn't it? And they've had something like 252 days in camp. Who? The Japan team. Really? Yes. Jeez. So they are very, very uh, well paired. Yes, they are. Let's let's not worry about that just yet. No. But this game was actually quite interesting because they needed four tries. Yeah. They started well, but they started like... They're looking kind of like, we need four tries. Yeah. We must score four tries. And as soon as they got their four tries, which was just after half time, the floodgates opened and they played some absolutely wonderful they, rugby. They, re they relaxed, didn't they? And that, that's what made them play good rugby. You know, they weren't, they didn't have that monkey on their shoulder. Absolutely. Going, oh, we need four tries, we need four tries. Do you mean monkey on the back, mate? Monkey on the back. That's what most people say. Normal people. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> Next game, though. Next no. game. Wales, Fiji, and I said to you, didn't I? I said, something in me waters was saying this was going to be an amazing game. I'm just going to say it out. Fiji should have won that game. 
Yeah, Fiji should have won. Yeah. There was a number, and okay, they didn't win it, and they didn't win it because all the refereeing decisions was bang on. But there was about three or four just forward passes yeah. that stopped them from actually winning the game. And was it bad luck? Sometimes, I mean, you know, on on a different day, they would have scored all those tries. And Wales would have had no answers. No, that's right. They just didn't have the rub of the green, did they? It was 29-17, and Wales scored two very late tries. Yeah. And Fiji looked like they were going to snip it. It was, a, it was a very, very impressive match. Well, Fiji made them look amateur, didn't they? Fiji made them. Fiji, their number 11. <laughs> oh, my God. Sign them up. He made... You'll see him in the blues, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you should do. He'd be out. But he made professional rugby players look like schoolboys. Yeah. It was, it was, he was amazing. I Arguably, I'm going to say it now, I think he's the best player in the world at the moment. I don't even know his name. That's how horrific it is. I can't even pronounce his name more likely. <laughs> but there was another incident here, which was a really bad knock to the head for Bigger. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how it happened. Um. They're going up aerial. You're going up aerial. Yeah. It was actually the fullback, the Welsh fullback. Right. Williams. Williams? Uh, yes. Yes. Gone up. Bigger's gone up. Yeah. Gone up later. I think it was hip, hip into head. head. And Ooh. it was awful, mate. It was one of the worst sort of head knocks I've seen for a, for a while. And you're like, oh. Good question was, if it had been an opposition player, would it have been a red card? No, because they're both contesting for the... Correct. They're both contesting for the yeah. ball. Yeah, they, they were both looking directly yeah. at the ball. But it was a good question because actually, as the rules say, it doesn't actually need to be someone from the opposition, which is which is ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, if it's wow. careless and reckless and you have hurt your own team's player, you could be yellowed yeah, or red card. <laughs> you're not going to do that though, are you? Oh, no. <laughs> like we're on the same team, I'm like, David, I hate you. <laughs> Boof! Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't put it past you, mate, to be honest. God, I wish. But Fiji should have won that. Would uh, never play on the and they, team, that would have been the big upset that I was talking about. Fiji have almost done two big upsets. Australia yeah. and Wales. They could have been the Japan of this tournament again. Imagine that, we had Japan make it through and Fiji making it through. Did they make it through? No, so let's move on. <laughs> Australia, Georgia. Who Close, cares? A lot closer Who than cares, I thought, mate? though. No, Who I cares? agree. Who cares? But a lot closer than I thought. Do you know the real close, the two closest games yeah, the of next the two. weekend? New Zealand, Italy. Right, you couldn't Italy. split them. <laughs> I tell you what, you couldn't split them. But I tell you what, <laughs> the biggest upset in Rugby World Cup history. Yeah, they got a point. They got a point. Or two points. Well, it was a draw. It was a draw, mate. And they fought hard for that draw, didn't they? Now, we're going to go back. The Italian... Kicked up a fuss, didn't Kicked they? up a fuss about yeah, this. Paris. And Parisa, yeah. Do you know, I kind of agree with them. I, I can definitely see where they're coming from. I mean, it might not have made a difference, but the thing is, is that we thought Ireland were going to romp Japan. Correct? I, I'm, not, I'm not in a month of Sunday saying Italy would have beaten the All Blacks. No, I know, but... You know they they need to play to get the chance. I just think, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. It's the World Cup. It's bad weather. It's typhoon season. You're looking after the players, aren't you? The world. No, no, no. We we. No, I don't think anyone. Well, if you are, I think you're a bit of an idiot. But I don't think anyone is saying that they should have played on that day. Yeah. But I do think they should have moved the fixture 
potentially to the day earlier, played a day earlier when there wasn't any threat of the typhoon coming through or two days later or whatever it is. Because yeah, but then you've got, got rest time, you've got um, ticket sales, yeah, but all they, that sort of I, thing. I, I, let's cut all that aside. This is who a, cares about who was watching? This is a World Cup game. Yeah, true. And potentially, let's say, and there was some potential, wasn't there? Yeah, let's there was. Let's say this had been the South African game and it was South Africa playing against Italy. Okay, that meant Italy, if they had a beaten South Africa, would have gone through, potentially. Yeah. And it would have meant that South Africa wouldn't have gone through. Now, would they have cancelled that game or would they have rearranged it? And I just think, you know it's the World Cup, you know it's in mm. Japan, you know this typhoon season, you have to have planned for this. And just to say, turn around and say, we'll just cancel the games and they'll get... We're talking about quarterfinals, semifinals and final. Good teams yeah. potentially missing out. And we were just lucky, we were just lucky... That it was the Australian that it game. wasn't the Japan Scotland game, yeah, or it wasn't well, that, the that, that you know they were saying oh, this could be. They left it up to the last minute, or it could have been the old um, the Irish game, yeah. And if that, imagine that it was that was binned off, yeah. they, they wouldn't have made it through, no, or potentially wouldn't have made it through. So, I just think World Cup, come on, guys, you, you should have planned for this. You should have planned for this, but um, but anyway. England versus France, another game, and that could have made a big difference because if difference. France had won that, they would have gone top of the group. Yeah. The fact that they haven't won it means that England have gone top of the group. They're playing Australia. I think England would much rather play Australia. Agreed. Than Wales. That's why Steady Eddie was so happy. Well, Steady Eddie wasn't happy, mate. He was saying, I'm not happy. I've done a lot of planning, a lot of emotional. He was, you know what, Steady Eddie was running around the room, punching it. Come on, he? Really? Behind closed doors, yeah. because there's no way they would have wanted to have played Wales. No, I agree. They'll beat Australia, and they'll beat them well. That's my prediction for the games. Ireland, Scotland was all well. To be fair, I thought Ireland, Scot- Samoa. You mean? I mean Ireland, Samoa. I thought Samoa would have done a better job. We've said this throughout the whole Super Rugby podcast. They're just not as good. As in previous years, They're like the barbarians throwing together. Oh yeah, that yeah, they are. I in, mean, in that aspect, I yeah, mean, in that aspect, yeah, in that aspect. So, Ireland put them to the sword with fourteen men. The big question was yet again another red card. Yeah, potential player out of the competition. Should he have got a red card? Yes. No. Yes. No. He's had. He's got three three games off. Oh, it's just a shocker, eh? That's his, that's his World Cup gone. Look, we're going to talk about this later yeah, on, yeah. but for me, was there intent to hurt? Oh, no, 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 no. And I guess that's the mitigating factor. The mitigating factor was the player who he tackled yeah. only just regathered the ball was going from a low position to a high position. There was actually quite a bit more to it. But I just think the way that the wording of the rules is now is we have to introduce a new system because yeah. this current system penalises players too much, penalises teams too much. But can I just say, there's been so many more World, uh, um, red cards this World Cup than any other game I've ever yeah, seen. It's because of the wording of the rules. you know, but Direct it's also contact d- to the head with force, no but, mitigating circumstances, then it's a red card. Yeah. You know... I mean, it didn't make a difference, let's be honest. No, it didn't make a difference. But um, it might make a difference 
Might do. That's what I'm scared about, the All Blacks. It might actually help Ireland because I think now when you look at it, and we'll talk about that again a bit later, you've got Connor Murray. Yeah. You've got Johnny Sexton. You've got Henshaw together. Ring Rose at 13. That looks, that looks real good. The only issue is, is that maybe they're not all in form at the moment, but if you had said to me, that's your back line for, for Ireland a year ago, I would have said, well, that's a, that's the best back line yeah. they can put out. Yeah. Uh, Namibia, Canada. I'm absolutely gutted Same. that this game wasn't played. Cause Namibia were, that, that was their goal. That, that was, was <laughs> the game that they were aiming to win. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Canada were probably the same. Massively. I think Canada would look at that and say that was a possible victory for them. Yeah. And maybe a look at that. I know the people of, of the area would have been really looking forward to the game as well. Agreed. What really impressed me, mate, was the Canada team were out clearing up. Yeah, that the, was quality, The streets wasn't it? to allow the local people to go and watch the games that are going to yeah. come up. And I thought that was pretty pretty impressive and actually yeah. showed why rugby our game of rugby such a classy sport is such a classy sport isn't it I say that and then I look at you mate and I think well, what's classy about you but the new the new haircut mate <laughs> the new hat shut up um, USA Tonga what a game what a game tight game wasn't it USA it was, were yeah. in it USA looked like they probably were slightly better and then boom boom two tries yeah. later Pierre Tower Great send Good off player. for him. Great send yeah. off for him. Last international game. What he's yeah. done for the country has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Tonga, good. And their small mistakes weren't absolutely nailed by the USA, unlike when they were playing some of the other teams in their pools where they made a mistake. You know, France yeah. just were on it. Yeah, exactly. France were on it like that. But, like uh, a dog on vomit, mate. <laughs> Uh, Wales, like a dog on vomit. Wales, Uruguay. Never heard that one before. Yeah, well, hey, you come. To Wales me, were rubbish. That's what Wales I. Wales were rubbish, but they were playing a second string side. Shouldn't make much of a difference. They should. It, it does. Up. It just shows their their. That's that's the thing now with Wales. Got no they depth. don't have the depth. No. You know they bring the bench on. There's nothing there, and that's why I'm not sure whether or not they will manage to go through. Yeah. I think. Um, our Razzler Dazzler mentioned in his recent email to us that he said they don't have the cattle. And I, and I agree with them. They don't have the oh, cattle. I didn't read that because you didn't forward it on to me. I will do, mate. Don't worry. Thanks, Razzler Dazzler. <laughs> Why don't you email it to me as well? Razzler Dazzler also said that if we give us give him our address, he will send us some kit. Which is absolutely fantastic. What a hero. That you will have to wear. What a hero. And he mentioned it was going to be an England top. I'd rather wear a rubbish bag. Oh, I would be wearing a rubbish bag if it was an England top. No, he said he sent us a local rugby top from from the area. Now, this this is the this was the game of the pool rounds, but hands down, this was the game before anything started. That yeah. I think everyone was looking forward to, wasn't yeah. it? Japan Scotland. versus Scotland, seventy thousand people. Great stat. 40 million it's so many Japanese people. well I don't know the Japanese people in Japan watching the pool matches really the pool so how many people watch that match but we're talking about the pool matches is that just sort of average that's on average oh. 40 million Japanese people so we bow we bow <laughs> to the Japanese support here they were fantastic do. It's fantastic Scotland started amazingly 
They really look like quick try here after we go. What, six minutes. Yeah, tier one team on against tier two team. Yeah. But Japan, eh? Japan. I, no, but you're saying tier one versus tier two. Japan were ahead of them in the world. In the they're world still Cup. tier two, mate. I know, which is ridiculous. Do you know? Do you know how Scotland should be tier two now? Do you know how? But they're not going to. You become a tier one team. How? You got to have someone on the board, don't you? Nah. Oh, how? Do you know how? How? There's only there's only two competitions you can be tier one, the rugby championship, right? And the or the Six, six Nations. Th- if you're not part of those two competitions, you tier what? You you're not tier one. How ridiculous is that? That is absolutely awful. And the thing is, is that these tier two countries can't get into it. No, it's like you got to sort of you know shake hands in a particular way. To <laughs> what below the belt? <laughs> <laughs> the, the oh, have we got? <laughs> oh, hello, <laughs> tier one, you are. <laughs> we we talking about wet balls again? <laughs> Let's not go. There. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just thought that Japan were absolutely amazing. Certain players. Uh, number eleven. Can <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, pronounce that? It. Fukuoka 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 Was it two tries or three tries Was unbelievable Yeah Tamora Tamora They're they're 10 I tell you what They're fullback though Just wait for the same Kicker Sorry You carry on mate You do what you need to do You do what you need to do Tamora Was almost Dan Carter-esque Just Everything just Was looked Fluid For the biggest game Of their lives Yeah To have a guy at 10 that just just looked like it didn't really matter. Oh, what and the way that he played was all outstanding. I thought they were amazing at the breakdown. They were greater than the sum of their parts, I've put here. Better skills and... Matu... No, Matsushima? Yeah, good work, mate. The number 14. He's been just... He's been really, fantastic, really eh? class. But you've got... No, you've got no, the number 15 isn't in here, so they're kicking. No, I didn't think he was that good. He's not the kicker at goal, mate. Yeah, he is. Number 15. Is he? No, yeah. he's not. No, it's 10, mate. You mixed it up. Oh, I've mixed it up, have I? Mixed it up. I thought Scotland did have their chance. At 56 minutes in, it was 28-21. And they had a couple of good chances. They just didn't manage the end of the game well at all. And I think that comes down to that. They're not used to winning. And also, they got you know seven points down. They were pushing... They were pushing to score, pushing, 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 making simple mistakes that they wouldn't normally use or do. But the likes of New Zealand, you know, if we're seven points down... We don't really panic. ...with 24 minutes to go. You know, if we're seven points down with two minutes to go, we trust our system. I I suppose they're not seven points down, are they? No, they've got to win by 14. Well, they've got to win by more than eight. They've got to win by more than eight. So they're actually 15 points down. Yeah. So I suppose that is the weight that's on their shoulders. Yeah, thinking they still got you know they still got twenty four minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. And they should have been taking a penalty kick. Boom, three points. And then the pressure goes back on Japan because yes. Japan are thinking it's only two tries now, whereas yeah. before it was, it was three, 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 three scores, three scores. What a great game! I mean, I can't. If you have not watched this game, you need to watch it. The next question is though, if, whoever won that game. Can they win another game? I've talked to quite a few people about this, and some people said that they can. 
Who? Who said that they can? Exactly. Who? Who were they? Like, were they Elliot blind? Isaacs? <laughs> were they blind? <laughs> were they crawling along the streets? Because these guys have gone to battle. They've gone to war. They've had their final. I think psychologically, for Japan, they've made the quarterfinals. Yeah. That was their goal. They've reached their goal. I'd be really surprised if Jamie Joseph has gone, right, let's talk about World Cup finals before this tournament. Mm, yeah. So when you've reached your goal and you've put everything out everything every ounce of energy it's pretty hard to back that up again and again and again yeah but you know the last time well not the last time but japan have beaten south africa before in the last world cup yeah. last time they played them no. in the world cup yes you like how i kind of reeled that yeah. back but it's going to be a hell of a game isn't it hell of a game and that's what we're going to talk about that's next. the last game of the weekend it is, what a finishing to the weekend it will be. Mm. This is what we're going to talk about next is the up-and-coming quarterfinals and who we think is going to win them. Right, so the first game, England-Australia. Oh. Australia are going to whip them. Australia are going <laughs> to whip them? Oh, I really hope they will for I would love to see that. Okay, I question. Beal, three tries. Okay, would you, would you swap Australia whooping England if we lost to Australia in the semi-finals, or would no oh God, this is a terrible question. Or would you rather hang myself? Oh, I don't. There's no. There's no right. There's, it's awful, isn't it? Whatever happens, this is an awful game because whoever wins, it means we're hopefully if we can beat yes. Ireland, yeah, we're going to play the next. And I'd much rather play Australia yes, than England. I agree without without any shadow of a doubt. So please. Baby Jesus, can you please make Australia, please? <laughs> can Australia have one of their inspirational? I can't wait to moments? watch it. Oh yeah, can I? Yeah. What time? Eight fifteen local time. It's going to be fantastic. So local as in English time. English time. So you're going to say? I'm going to say England. Yeah. You're going to say England to win by how many? Fourteen. Yeah, I think I think England are going to win easy, eh? I think England are going to win easy. They'll win by two tries. Then for us, the big match is New Zealand versus Ireland. Have Ireland got a shot? They do. They do, yeah. They do. Not on form, but on historic games. I think if you look at them and you say the big time, they've got a lot of big time players yeah. playing for them. Now, not many of those big time players are in form. What big time players do is they're in form when it needs yes. to happen. Agreed. Whereas someone who's in form, who's not as experienced, can often have a shocker. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm so uh, scared. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm going to say New Zealand. I'm going to go New Zealand by 12. Wow, that's a that's a confident. I will agree with you. Yeah. So far, we've agreed on both. Yeah. On the Sunday, we've got Wales versus France. Now... I'm going to go Wales, mate. I'm going to go, I was going to go Wales as well, but it depends what the first 20 minutes looks like, France-wise. If no, France mate. turn up... No, no. If France no, turn no, up... No. no, France turn up. There's no way... They'll be in it for a bit. No way. If France don't turn up in the first half, I'm more worried as, a, as if I was a Welsh supporter, right? If France turn up in the first 40 minutes, why Wales will win. Because one thing I know about watching a lot of French games is they don't turn they're up. They're only for, good for one half. They, they're only good for one half. Yeah. And if they're good in the second half, 
well, you've got problems. So you kind of want them to turn up and look amazing <laughs> because they're going to be absolutely gashed in the second half. Oh. So I'm going to say Wales, but I do agree with you. If France don't turn up, they'll turn up in the second half. <laughs> and oh. then we've got real problems. Real problems. Japan, South Africa. South Africa, easy. I think Japan, don't get me wrong, I think Japan will, will fight. And Japan have been in training camps for 200 and something odd days. Mm. So they are probably the fittest team out there. Yeah. But there's some massive collisions in that game against Scotland. And it there was some, but relentless. huge people in that South African team. I think that the South African team will just have too much. I think they teams have underrated the physical prowess of the J- Japanese side. The South Africans won't. And they will have a game plan, which is going yeah. to be to bully, to bully those <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> you know, they're going to have yeah. them for breakfast. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I think the Japanese team, as brave as they are, will back up last week's match with a fine display in the first half. But they'll I just tired. they're just going to get tired. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. How many yellow... Or red cards will there be in these four matches? I'm going to say there'll be two yellow cards in each match. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> On average, wow. I think. Okay, we'll say a red's worth two yellows. Okay. So let's just say a red's worth two yellows, a yellow's worth one yellow. <laughs> My maths is amazing. I'm going to say two, four, six. We've got eight. Eight cards eight worth cards. will come out, which is absolutely ridiculous. But so far, can you remember a game... That hasn't had cards. Can you remember a game that hasn't had cards? A big game, you know, with one of the bigger teams playing in it. Well, the New Ze- the first New Zealand South African game. They no didn't cards. Have a card. Okay, okay, that's good. That, that's the first game of the. <laughs> I know that, that's all I can remember. I'm, I'm sure there are loads of. Other I'm sure cards. there are others, but do you know what I mean? There's been a lot of cards around, and as we as we said. You know, they're sort of uh, given them out like you know. I hope there's no cards for the New Zealand team. I think teams are training with 14 players. Well, we played uh, Tonga with 14 players towards the end of the match. Yeah, I mean, Ireland have been... But I think they're they're actually training and saying, right, you're in the bin. Yeah. We've got 14. What are we we doing? We've got 13. What are we doing? Because they're so aware that it's a massive possibility that you need to play with 14 players. You just hope it's not for the... You know, it doesn't happen in the first 10 minutes. Talk about Japan. What has massively impressed me about the way that they're playing, and I think it's a way that New Zealand have to bring into their game, they didn't kick the ball in their own half. They don't kick the ball in their own half. They just run. They run the ball up. Now, when I say their own half, I mean maybe their own 22. But they don't kick the ball in their own 22. They don't kick the ball in their own kind of 40. Yeah. But then once they get into that kind of 40, 50, they're okay kicking down right down to the corner. Yeah, but they're also looking to kick just outside the 22. Yeah. Force that mistake. Yeah. New Zealand, for me, are too predictable. All teams know they will not play rugby in in that between the 40 and the goal line. So they kick down there and they know that they'll kick back and their game plan surround that. And I think if New Zealand is smart, New Zealand are going to say, you know, we back our skill. We always used to. We are going to run the ball out and we're going to get into really good field position and then we'll kick the ball back down to you and good luck. They've got to do it. They've got to do it. If they don't do it, I can see England, I can see Ireland, I can see one of those Northern Hemisphere teams upsetting them. 
They're too predictable when it comes to their kicks. That's for me anyway. So Japan, I think trailblazers how they've played. They back their skill. They back. They yeah, won't they lose do. the ball in the con- in the in the uh, breakdown. They grind it up and then they kick attacking kicks. Yeah. Is there any team there? Okay, so my thing to you is, if New Zealand had they did win the pool, if the rules were, they could play either. Yeah. Ireland or Japan, who would they have chosen? Japan. Now, Steve Hansen said not, hasn't he? I know. We will talk about it in a minute, but I would definitely say Japan. For those reasons we spoke about, about the fact that they've played their grand final, that's what we fear. Yeah. That's what we feel. Do you think England would have chosen Australia? Yes, we've already said that. yeah. Wales would have chosen France. And I think Japan would have chosen South Africa as well. So I think... Almost everyone's got the, what they want, apart from Ireland and New Zealand. <laughs> apart from us. <laughs> so, but up next, we're going to talk about the news. And there is some interesting news stories that have come out this week. So, I thought the uh, Steve Hansen's comment... Um, about how he'd quite... About he, he quite liked to, to not play Japan was interesting. Mind games, eh? Yeah, I agreed. Mind games. He's got a point. Ding Murray's got a point. I mean, Ireland haven't looked the force that they were a year ago. And actually, they haven't looked at the force they were a year ago for for a while. Yeah, for a year. <laughs> <laughs> so, you could... But I think he knows that Ireland could have a good game in them. And he knows Smith's a good coach. Yeah. And he knows probably Smith arguably is a better tactician than the all-black coaches are. So... He might have a very smart game plan. Yeah. But I think he would have rather played Japan. I agree. I agree. Devastated Scots head home to think again. I think you mentioned they under... I don't think they've underachieved. They were a second best team. And they were they were, they were easily the second best team. When, it, when you look at the tournament... Yeah, but if you... At the start... At the start, you cannot tell me... You said... No, at the start, at the start, you cannot tell me going, oh, yeah, no, you're not going to make it. You said to me, it. oh, you know, <laughs> you said to me that you were picking them as a big upset. I said they wouldn't be a big upset. There's no way I would have picked them to, to win the group. But after watching them play. Yeah, but we're I, talking about before, Damien. Do you know what I'm really interested about is before the World Cup, you know, South Africa absolutely smashed them, didn't yeah. they? So how have they gone from that to drugs, mate? Too soon? <laughs> Way too soon. Sexton. Oh. Never mind the knockers. We're up for the All Blacks. Well. Who are the knockers? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they're getting an absolute hosing at home. Are the they? Yeah. Absolute hosing. I mean, they, they loved Smith a year ago. Yeah. And now they're all saying, oh, you He's know. He's going to go. Well, he is going anyway, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Sexton. I think Seton's a big-time player, though. He will enjoy, he will revel in playing the All Blacks. Agreed. They're, they've after you know they've won two times out of three. Yeah. The last three times they've played, they've won twice. Let's not go back past that because New Zealand have absolutely hosed them. But they definitely, the players on the pitch, know what it takes to beat the All Blacks. Agreed. They've all been there and done that, haven't they? And I don't think Ireland have been fully fit. No, they've had some injuries. They've had some injuries. And they haven't been as accurate. They haven't been as accurate. Yeah. Their game plan 
I mean, Joe Smith would be sitting there saying, the reason why we've not done well is not because we, we don't have the players. We just haven't been accurate enough and the, the, the team haven't implemented his game plan well enough. Well, they haven't always crossed the T's or dotted the I's, have they? That's right. That's right, yeah. Good luck with them, mate, though, because I'll tell you what, uh, one It'll thing, be a tough game. The one thing that the All Blacks will be saying is, uh, you know, we're up for the Irish. We yeah. want to put right some of maybe the wrongs that we had in Chicago and then in, yes. in, in Ireland as well. Great quote here. All rounders shine bright, even in teams full of stars. Yeah. So you look at the Japanese team and that is, that will be a great movie in the future, there has see there he is. There you can see his face. You see that guy in the middle of the yeah. He's he's, he's the ten, mate. Oh, is he the ten? Yeah. Ah, it's Tamora. Ah, good player, <laughs> real good player, eh? Real good player. Although in saying that, uh, their eleven the winger is very very similar as well. Right. You know, you could almost say they're twins, eh? They're almost twins. Oh. But a real good story because they don't have a lot of stars, although. And saying that, there's a number of those people that are creating, you know, they're, they're upping their value as the World Cup goes on. These are the same guys who have gone and played in Super Rugby and not done that well. But you put them together and you put it, you put the Cherry Blossom shirt on and they Oof. are proud, eh, to go uh, and support. Proud nation. Their team, go of and play anything, for their though, team. So, just rugby. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Now, Tonga give departing skipper a victory birthday gift. I thought Pear Tower was yeah. absolutely just sensational against the USA. He's an this is what the World Cup is all about, these games. That's why I was so disappointed about the Canada versus the Namibia game that didn't yeah. go ahead. Because that's what the World Cup for me is all about. And I know when the World Cup came to New Zealand, what was fantastic was the smaller towns hosting some of yeah. these smaller games. And we bought into it, didn't we? And, oh, it was hey, just even, fantastic. Even Gisborne got a game. <laughs> Give yeah. home, mate. Uh, Namibia they must have been someone. really scraping the bottom of the barrel to go to Gisborne, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, who wants to go to Gisborne? It's like going to Westport. Who wants to go to Westport? <laughs> I want to go to Westport, mate. Westport's a great place. That's yeah. the news. That is the news. We're going to talk over some listeners' questions. Oh, are we? Is up next. The first one, mate, is... Red card, yellow card, something else card. What intrigues me is the something else card. You know, I know what a red card is. I know what a yellow card is, but what's the something else card, you know? They get a chocolate bar or something. (laughs) Here you go, mate. Is the something else card? Okay, this has come out. This is actually something that they're actually talking about. Is we've got a red card as it stands at the moment. We've got a yellow card, but we've got nothing else. Why would you need something else? Okay, so this is the reason why. Because the way that they're interpreting, interpreting, the rules is there's no room for what happens week to week, which is a high tackle that they don't mean to be high, but it is high. Right. So there's no malice in it. There's no swinging an arm. Okay. There's no smacking someone in the face. There's no elbow to the head. Yeah. They're all red cards. There's no, you know, there's no no arms tackle that hits them in the head and all those things. There's red cards, right? Yeah. What about someone like Bunny Aki, where he mistakenly goes and knocks him in the head. And what people are saying is there's like a purple card or a pink card. Okay. And and that player, wait for this. Okay, I'm listening. Leaves the field. Yeah. But after 10 minutes, they have to bring another player on. 
Right, yeah. Okay, so that he can't come back so on. So he doesn't play for the rest of the game. That's right. But they do get their 15 back after. It might be 10, 15 minutes. Right. They might lengthen it out okay. so that the teams aren't absolutely killed. Because as we know, big games, if you lose a player, the game's dead. Yeah. We don't want games being, especially a World Cup final, but yeah, they're not going right. to do it anyway. But I thought it was quite interesting. And I just think, actually, they're right. No, unless there's malice for me, yeah, send that player off the pitch for 15 minutes. But then you can maybe re- replace him with not as good a player. I think that's a fair compromise. Yeah. And potentially if they get a purple card, they're not sort of banned for three weeks as a, as a sta- yeah. standard thing as well. I mean, I still think if it's a purple card, they they need to look at it. Oh, they he, need yeah, to re-look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. I mean, I just think with real intent to hurt a player as a red card. Yeah. And I just think at the moment we've got lots of red cards being handed out when there's no real intent to hurt no. a player. But players do get hurt. Yes. So we, we spoke about earlier, games were called off. And I just, we thought that people were been contacting us saying, you know, should the games have been called off? Well, of course they should have been called yeah, off agreed. because of the weather. But we would have liked to have seen them play on. The next one is, great question. This comes from, um, is it Garrick from Cornwall? Okay. Do you want to read that one out, mate? It's just, yeah, that one there. You go for it. <laughs> I'll go, mate. I'll go, I'll go. So his question is, which player or players in world rugby most divide opinions? So we've written a little bit of a list. We, we mentioned about Owen Farrell because we aren't a big fan of Owen Farrell. <laughs> really? Um, Are you not? No. We've also mentioned Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah. Johnny. He's, he's also mentioned uh, Richie McCaw. Yeah, you mentioned Richie McCaw in a good, uh, in a good light. Say, in yeah, a good yeah. light. Sorry, yeah. mate. Sorry. Sonny Bill Williams, Johnny Sexton, Mara Atoji. We're putting all these people into the hat. Jesse Creel. <laughs> Finn Russell. Izzy Folau. Kieran Reid and Richie McCaw. People yeah. will say, don't put Richie McCaw in there. But he does divide opinion. He does. Everyone, everyone in England... Not everyone, but a lot of people in England think Richie McCaw spent most of his playing career offside. Yeah, <laughs> That's well, their comment. Yeah, no, 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 no. Did you get pulled up for it? No. <laughs> so there you go. Owen Farrell, why do you think Owen Farrell divi- divides opinion? Because I don't like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only reason, he's a good player. Um, I don't think he's a 10. I don't think, I he's, don't think he's a 12. Team. Yeah, no. I actually thought he probably would have been fullback? pretty good fullback. He's not yeah. that quick, is he? No, he's not. But that boy, quick. he can kick goals. And yeah. he does have great game management. But he's a very kind of conservative game management type. You won't get, if he plays at 10, you won't get your 13s, 14s, and 15s, and 11s scoring lots of tries. No, that's right. He'll kick it away well before then. No, I know. Yeah. Sonny Bill Williams. He. He's, he was very divided in New Zealand when he first came and played rugby. I think New Zealanders don't like very overconfident players. No, that's right. And he was very overconfident. Very. He lives in a Sonny Bill Williams bubble, but for me, he was a great player. Oh, and I still he, think... He's got two World Cups under his belt. Yeah, and I still think he's got something in him. Yeah. The big moments where he'll he'll just he'll revel in them, yeah. but yeah, I can see. I think he falls in a little bit like Kieran Reed into. They used to be amazing, and now they're at this kind of end and twilight of their career. Yeah. They can only really produce 
these big games in big games. And I think, you know, when they play normal kind of everyday matches, they're pretty average. Yeah. They really need something to put fire in their belly to get the best out of them. But like Johnny Sexton. I just don't mm-hmm. like Johnny Sexton. Again, Neither he's a bit I. like Owen Farrell. They're the just thing, a little bit. They're just. A, they they look like not very nice people. I, I don't know the them. Thing, the they thing might be I wonderful people, but they just look like kind of gritty and kind of niggly. The they they, they like better people to be. Playing Are you going to let me talk or what? <laughs> the thing that I didn't get was when he got Player of World yeah, that, Player. That made me not like year. him very much. But yeah. the thing is, is that he wasn't the best player, just because. Ireland beat the All Blacks. Ireland beat the All Blacks. He did play really, really well that season. I, I mean, I, you can't knock yeah, him for that. I mean, Bowden Barrett was fantastic that year. Yeah, he was. <sighs> he's always fantastic. I mean, that's the other thing. Bowden Barrett is always great. And when he's not superlative, then people start Something to get, wrong. You know, get on the back. Yeah. I put Maratoji in the Owen Farrell and Johnny Sexton bracket. He's very overrated, though. No, oh, you see, again... They are really good players, but he's just a bit nasty. So therefore, because he's a bit nasty and he's a bit, he's a bit kind of you know in your face. I just don't like him. It's like Jesse Creel, again, oh. same thing. I love Finn Russell. I don't think yes, anyone, I love Finn Russell too. But he is probably likely to throw a pass or something, do something that he shouldn't as well. The big question is: Is he Falau? I like him. We love I mean, him. His, his, his comments aside, sh- stupid. His comments but, aside... But his comments aside, great player. Great best, player. Best player in the world, I thought, that at the start of the year. Until the Fijian and, fella turned until up. Until the Fijian <gasps> fella. Unbelievable, eh? I still need to watch the highlights. I watched him play for the Barbarians at 13, because he's normally a 13. And oh, he was awesome. And at the time, I was thinking, who is this guy? Yeah. Who is he? He's unbelievably good. This is when the Barbarians bet England. Oh, what a great day that was. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh. Me and my son were there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on. And everyone was like, I hate you Kiwis, eh? <laughs> so Richie, Richie McCaw being put in there. Yeah. He's not overrated for me, but... No. If you look, if you broke him down in skill, he wasn't the best passer, no. wasn't the best catcher, wasn't the most elusive runner, wasn't the biggest hitter. But do you know what he had? He had a great ticker. He had a he great had a good, ticker. Good mind. And a... Oh, that was where he he was sharper than any I think any yeah. other rugby player on the planet, and it shows actually. It's not about being bigger, strongest, fastest. It's actually about being the most determined yeah. and the sharpest up here, and someone that really kind of knows the game, knows a referee, knows where a referee will pick you up on. Absolutely sensational. Kieran Reid. I just think he's nearing the end of his career. Yes, he's like a Sunny Bill, and. He was like, you know, it was the 2015 World Cup and a year leading into it, Richie McCaw was not playing very well. He went, he had an injury, had quite yeah, a bad injury. Yeah. He came back from it and that season that he played was not good for the Crusaders. He was not good and I was surprised. Are you talking about Karen Reid? You're talking about Karen Reid? You just mentioned Richie McCaw? No, no, McCaw. no. Yeah, no, no. I'm oh, talking you're about yeah, Richie McCaw. Yeah, but yeah. like, he, you know, he didn't have a very good season got picked for the All Blacks, and then he played absolutely amazingly. You know, yeah. and that's kind of what Kieran Reid's done. He he didn't have the best season. No. no he already played. You know? He yeah, already exactly. played this year, and he's come back. But I tell and you he, what. And he's he, been playing good the last he couple played of games, great. Though. He played great. In the, he's in making, the, the second Australian match, oh. 
where we could have lost the Blizzo Cup. Yeah. He was unbelievable and he was really good in but the South Africa is as well. He he's been making good decisions. Great decisions. You know, with ball in hand, he's been making good decisions where other times he might have thrown that speculative mm, pass yeah. or done something, you know, but he's been playing well. Last question. Okay, this has come, I can't remember who's this has come from. Um, it was a previous listener. I do apologize. <laughs> we might put you in the notes underneath. But great question. Who has the best coaching team in the competition? I mean, Ireland are pretty good. Japan at the moment are pretty good. Uh, it's easy, eh? It's easy for me. It's Japan. Japan taking that team, yeah. doing the research they've done. It shows how good Tony Brown is, in my opinion. Yeah. He is a special coach. He's in with a sniff with the All Blacks one, isn't he? Is he? I think Have he you is. heard that? Yeah. Because he's, he's just going back to Otago right. next season for Super Rugby. He's leaving the Sunwolves. You think how good a job he did with the Sunwolves this year with literally, you know, it's literally like going down to the second-hand store, hey? Yeah. You know, picking all load of load of stuff and then to say, be fair, come on. you can get some pretty good bargains <laughs> from the second-hand store, mate. But they, they're hands down for me. If they don't get big contracts after this with some big, big clubs yeah. overseas or with potentially the All Blacks or England or someone along that, then people are missing out. They won't be going to England though, will they? They won't be Oh, they might go to England. They won't come to New Zealand. They'll go to they'll go to Europe. I mean, you know, the they'll All Blacks job the All Blacks job is up. The All Blacks job's oh, up. Sorry, you mean right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what's stopping? To what's be stopping fair, Jamie Joseph from getting it? They have got a lot of options. You know, there's the, the, uh, Scott Robinson, front. No, but they've also got um, Iron. I like the Irish coach is gone. Well, the Welsh oh, yeah. coach is going. Yeah, there's some a lot English of those coaches. A lot going. like the Welsh coach has been replaced, so that's done. Oh right. Uh, England is still gonna. I, I think Eddie's like typical. No, I'm gonna finish, and then depending there on what happens, yeah, I'm back. Um. So yeah, there are some options. There yeah. are some teams that floating around, but you can't knock them. They have been absolute fantastic. Could you see them going to the US of A? <laughs> no. You don't think so? Not enough. Not enough. I mean, you know, as a rugby coach you are driven not just by money especially those guys who when they, they played don't get rugby paid that much anyway do they yeah but when they when they're playing when they played rugby they didn't get paid that much so they're not driven by money they're driven by the opportunity to coach fantastic players yeah, true. yeah. you're not going to quite get that no. in america it's not going to do enough for you no. i would i would imagine that's true so for me it's the japanese team closely followed by who? I mean, who else has got really, really good coaching going? I mean, you know, obviously everyone thinks the All Blacks. Is it the coaching or is it the players? Yeah. We don't know. South do Africa have risen up this year. They have. You've got to say Razzie has yeah. done a done a very, very good job. Razzie Dazzler. You know, coming from where they were. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So that's a great shout. I actually think Michael Checker does a decent job as well. Although it's kind of chucked in with some ridiculousness. Yeah. And you've got to say Eddie Jones. Yeah. What he's doing with England. Although he's been very up and down in his his time with England. You know, they, they equaled the record of most... Um, conti- yeah, most wins in most a row. Most wins yeah. in a row. Yeah. Uh, and then he dropped down to bloody everyone wanting him to go. And now he's slowly built them back up again. They look really good. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and, but someone did say to me, and it was a really good point. 
they said, if New Zealand, if we play them in the semis, if we knock them off game plan A, they don't seem to have a game plan B yeah. or C. You look at the games they've lost. I mean, I know Eddie will try and be feeding them in, but you look at the games they've lost where they've been ahead and then lost the lead. Yeah. They haven't changed the way they've played. But those are smart those are smart players playing against them. True. You know, they've 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 had a few tries scored against them. So they've had a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they've almost stepped back and gone, What are they doing? How can we beat them instead of going, We need to score tries, we need to score tries, we need to score tries. Yeah. They've, they've worked it out, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that might be the issue that they have. I'm not sure whether New Zealand, they've got some smart players in there. Oh, it's going to be a real good game if we make it through against them. But that is the end of the podcast for this week, Tis. Toby. Next Tis. week's a massive oh, one. Oh, it's Whoa. huge. We're either we going to be, yeah, be really here, happy. Or we could be not here. <laughs> if on Tuesday night yeah, there is yeah. no podcast that comes out, it's because we're still crying from Saturday's match. Oh, and on that note, Damo. Well, no, we've got to tell everyone how to get hold of nah, us, Toby. No, nah, we don't do that. Yeah, no we more. do. It's on Twitter at Super Rug at Super Rugby Pod. Yep. Um, our email is Super Rugby Podcast at gmail dot com. And on the old Twitter is you've just said Twitter, mate. Oh, sorry, on the old <laughs> Facebook, uh, Super Rugby Podcast. If you want us to support us in any way, it'd be fantastic if you give us yeah. a good review. Yes. Click like, Love subscribe. The comments. Keep subscribe. the comments coming in. Keep the um, comments coming in, yeah. Keep the t-shirts coming in. As you can see, we've got none. <laughs> <laughs> but we are enjoying it. Yes, we are. We are. Until next Okay, so last week you finished off the show. Oh, yeah. Picking the old Which Japanese number. I'm not going to tell you. Just don't press number three because there's nothing on that one. Okay. Until next week. Yeah, over and out. Yeah, he's done it.